everyone welcome to whatever the hell this is going to be <laughs> um yeah i don't really know what i'm doing don't really know where i want to go with this don't really know if i want to develop it into something actually but i just know i'm bored and there's a lot of things i have on my mind all the time and i hate typing and i want to talk about things you know so i'm trying this out um hopefully you guys will join me on this journey you know if not that's cool too uh but yeah if you've ever wondered what the hell goes on in my mind you know what is it that i'm thinking about here's a nice preview into that and um i do want to say up front that i plan on this being like as natural as possible like i'm not really gonna script anything if i am moving forward with this ever like you know it's like a long-term thing like i don't think i want it to be something that's scripted um I don't plan on doing that much editing either, you know, like I plan on making this pretty much as raw as possible, as accurate to who I am as possible, which is that, yeah, sometimes, you know, I just sit here and think for a while before really saying anything or like it sometimes takes a minute to put my thoughts together, you know, um, and I think that's what's often shied me away from doing something like this too because i think that i have to have everything figured out before saying it and i really don't you know um honestly i think that's what keeps me from sharing my thoughts a lot in general like whether out loud or in written form i think a lot of the times i need think i need to have everything figured out before i say it and it's probably school that made me think that way um but yeah anyway yeah i don't know you know like these are just my thoughts this is how my brain works and yeah but um let's get started so first things first um, this episode goes out to all my friends who said they would listen and support. Um, I love you seats so much. Y'all are the reason I ever do anything. And you're probably going to be the only ones who listen to this anyway, which is fine. You know, but, um, yeah. So, um, first I'm going to just start talking about some things that I've been into, you know, um for one i actually really want to talk about um the elisa lamb documentary on netflix or um as it's called the vanishing at cecil hotel i think or something like that i don't know honestly didn't really pay that much close attention to the actual title but um yeah i definitely think it's worth watching um it's a really sad story and you don't want to believe it. Like, I understand why so many people struggle to accept 
what actually happened because they don't want to believe it because it's like yep the reality is just that sad that like people are so uneducated about mental illness especially about more or less does not even not to say that mental illness is desirable but like less palatable i think is the word i'm looking for you know mental illnesses that aren't as easy to digest as depression and anxiety and even then of course like as we all know those are already not given the attention that they deserve either but mental illnesses that are even less appealing to society that are even quote-unquote uglier you know um really just don't receive the same i don't know what i'm trying to say but yeah it's just really sad you know um to see how ableism really can kill a person and like i think that's really what happened in that instance is ableism killing a person um because you know the hot i've I've seen people talk about how the hotel manager did it um how the hotel manager is the one who killed her and i don't i i I see these people say it in a way that is insinuating that like she literally killed her you know but like i don't think that's true but she did kill her in the sense of like she clearly saw that she was unwell and she chose to ignore it she chose to not try to help her um and even worse like her other her other thought was to call the police um and it's like that would have also not been a safe or helpful thing for her in um a situation like that because police are not trained on how to deal with mental illness and you know um so in that sense you know she's definitely responsible for her death but yeah it's i don't know y'all just should watch it and i think i really appreciated what the internet sleuths i think is what they call them um in the documentary um you know all those people who were like trying to do their own investigation trying to figure out what happened and um i really appreciated the ones that like admitted how they got a little too invested in the wrong things of the case and that they they got too involved despite not having all the facts and how they ignored that behind this case there were real very real people who were suffering you know like her parents um her family and here they all were like trying to play detective and like making all these assumptions talking about like oh the place is hot i don't know you know just like all this stuff that's like basically ignoring the truth about what really happened um and trying to portray it as something else um and i don't think that's right either you know like 
for her because she was a human being at the end of the day. She was a human being struggling with mental illness. Um, and there's so much complexity in that. And it is really just disrespectful to make all these assumptions or like try to deny the that reality kind of thing you know um and it's like not to say then that like i i think why people are afraid to of admitting the reality of it is that they think that maybe it's like placing blame on her you know because like she stopped taking her meds as much like towards the end of her life um and it's like that's such an innocent mistake though really like as somebody who's been on medication before um i've also had that feeling of like oh i'm doing better or i don't know if this was her thought but like i at least experienced that feeling of like oh i'm doing better now so that must mean that i don't really need them and a lot of us honestly don't really have an understanding of like the chemistry behind everything and why it's important to not just suddenly like stop taking certain medicines you know um so i don't like i still don't despite like all that like i definitely doesn't make her guilty of her own death you know just because she stopped taking her meds like i think a lot of us who who do or have had to take medication for our mental health at some point like we've all had that thought um and i i think it just goes back to how clearly our society is not educated enough on mental health um, and how mental health is still so stigmatized that people feel ashamed as well to take medication to rely on medication every day that helps their mental health, you know, like people literally feel ashamed to have to take so many, to have to be on so many medications um, to the point that like some people then neglect to take it because there's like a stigma behind it, you know, and I think that's really fucked up. Like, again, the ableism behind all of that, that like we think or you know like so, like there's this thought i guess in society that if you need medication in any sort of way whether it's for your mental health or f for your physical health that that makes your life less than or something i don't i don't really know how to describe it because i don't have the language for that um you know like i haven't personally necessarily had to experience that kind of discrimination uh, but for have like have because i have had to take medication for some time i do sort of understand the or at least like i i'm personally frustrated with seeing that kind of mentality in so many people that 
we sh- that we need to somehow adapt our bodies to not need medication when it's just not true like it's okay if some people need extra things to survive and to like live lives that they feel comfortable with you know like at the end of the day it's about is that is the person taking that medication like do they feel like that medication helps them do they feel like their lives are functioning better because of them that's the only thing that should matter really and instead we make it about our own perceptions of what people should and shouldn't be able to do or like what makes them weak or whatever you know i don't really know when it's like I'm getting so off topic here. <laughs> but like honestly, I've been thinking about like just like our brains have really evolved to be able to create these things that help make our lives easier and instead we somehow think that makes us weaker. Like no, like our brains are literally evolving to help us um create accessibility but our egos i don't know what the fuck it is we instead see that as a weakness and it isn't you know like we should be celebrating that we can we do have the capacity like in our human brains like as a general big picture society we should be celebrating that we can be innovative and think of ways to make everything more accessible to people and instead we shame that like we people want to talk about like survival of the fittest or whatever the fuck and it's like why why like why just why do people want things to be one way only so bad instead of like being able to have like we can have our cake and eat it too actually like if we try like we can i don't know if any of that makes any fucking sense honestly but yeah going back to elisa lamb please watch it um i don't give a fuck about the cops version of everything like they were also like are you fucking shitting me on like how do they not like i that was that's a whole different conversation honestly and at the end of the day cops are useless they can't even do their own fucking jobs that they are supposedly there for like clearly they cannot do shit right anyway so abolish all cops but anyway um just i think just listen to what i don't know just watch it and just keep in mind please that yes people are negligent of mental health to that extent that somebody could very well die because others just weren't willing to pay attention to the fact that this person needed help um something else that i've been into as i'm sure you all know is hunter hunter um definitely one of my favorite animes that i've watched in recent time um honestly i haven't really watched anime all that much in a while um 
when I was in middle school, I was super into anime. Um, and then, I don't know, like, when I got to high school, like, I don't know what happened to my attention span, but it was, like, it, it literally almost happened overnight, I feel like. I just couldn't sit and watch it anymore, especially because I personally like to watch it uh, subbed, you know, like, I like the Japanese uh, audio, um, just because I think that English audio often makes the dialogue like really cringy just like the way that they say it and the way the vocabulary that they choose to like translate it to you know I don't know the choices are always very interesting to me so I try not to watch things dub all that often personally Uh, but then that means that my attention is very much required right to watch anime so that I can really pay attention to what's going on if I'm like going based off the subtitles um so yeah there for a really long time i couldn't really watch anime but now that you know um we're in an indefinite lockdown or at least for me i'm still staying my ass home you know um now i've kind of been forced to not forced to and i'm like nobody's like holding a gun to my head forcing me to watch anime or anything but it's allowed me to divert my attention less away from the anime you know like now i can just i don't know i'm able to focus it focus on it better now for some reason and so yeah i was on a anime binge for a while and uh hunter hunter is probably my favorite one that i've watched recently um even with the chimera ant being fucking 70 episodes along or whatever like uh you know and i actually don't hate the camera and um i wish i mean like i i do appreciate the complexity of it you know like i really can see how the creator like went into detail about the hunter hunter world in general you know because it wasn't just about about gon and kilua um a lot of minor characters were expanded on in ways that we don't usually see i think in shows um and so i don't want to say that i wish there'd been less focus on them but at the same time like i wish somehow time would have allowed for a little bit more focus on Gon and Kilua in that arc I guess is what I'm trying to say um and also just like oh my god like the buildup of every like oh my god it gave me so much anxiety honestly like I kept wondering like what the fuck is going to happen like these fucking ants are crazy and spoiler alert obviously at this point um well actually i I won't really like go into details about anything but yeah like oh my god it honestly gave me so much anxiety but i actually overall did like the way that it ended um i definitely wish a couple things had been done differently maybe um but overall, actually, yeah, I I did like it. I thought 
it made me personally reflect a lot on several ideas like what does power mean you know um and also what does evil mean and just how complicated human nature is and what does human nature even really mean because I don't like yeah like I just don't know if there's really one underlying way that all humans but anyway okay I do this too much um yeah Kimmer and really not so bad, but I also 100% understand people who have not been able to finish it because, oh my god, it's just, it drags on forever. And the first, like, 20 episodes of it, at least 20 fucking episodes of it, are not fast-paced at all. Like, they're very slow episodes, and you really gotta, like, power through it before you get to the good part. Um, so yeah, I understand why some people fell off during Kamara Arc. Um, that being said, if you can, I definitely think it's worth at least one time watch. Like if I ever, I, I will, no, I definitely will watch Hunter Hunter again, but I don't think I'll ever watch Kamara Arc again, at least not all the way through. Like I'll watch probably like the end episodes and then be on my way because, yikes yeah it was it's entirely too long um i loved i did love the ending arc of the anime so far i'm really hoping that they will create more um of the manga into anime i haven't personally read it i probably won't because if you think I don't have attention span for anime, huh, much less do I have attention span from reading a fucking manga. Okay. Um, but I'm hoping that they will turn it into anime um, because it looks really interesting. Um, I've read that like some of the other arcs go more into Kurapika's like, storyline, which I would love to learn more about. And personally, I if anybody else agrees with me, but I definitely think Kurapika is a he-him lesbian. Okay, like, hands down, it's a he-him lesbian right there. Um, and I love it. Um, I've actually talked to my therapist before about how Hunter Hunter is definitely like queer coded or at least we see it that way, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I love that show and I think, oh, right. I was going to say the ending arc was probably my favorite one just because I really liked getting to see a little bit more of Kilua. Like, I know that there was this old like, family arc, but I don't know. I feel like it it was so much about, like, the family in general and not Kilua himself, you know? And I really liked that in the last arc. Like, it was pretty focused on Kilua. Um, and I thought... That whole scenario, again, I won't go into details for people who haven't gotten there yet, but um, 
I don't know. It just, it, it really, again, really made me think about this idea of how, like, we think that there's this thing called human nature, but I just, I don't know if at this point in the existence of humans, if that's really true anymore, you know, like, you can 100%, like, not 100%, but you can mold a human into what they are like what what i what i mean by that is outside factors have just as much of an influence as whatever inside factors we think exist um in determining what a human is like you know and like how they behave um and the things they do um and it just like I don't know. Before I get too fucking deep into anything, let me just stop there. But yes, I love Hunter Hunter. Great anime. Kilua is my best boy. Um, I love Gone too. Don't get me wrong, but he reminds me of myself a little bit, kind of. Honestly, eh, no, not really. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is about him that i know there is something about him that reminds me of me that i'm makes me so annoyed about him actually um but i can't remember what it is honestly but i love them both i just love kilua a little more because i love the you know aloof or pretends to be aloof you know doesn't really care but like secretly dies inside when you call him your best friend like i love the way he acts so embarrassed whenever like gone is being like all nice and lovey to him you know like he acts all embarrassed and it's like shut up you know you love it you know you love him you know that's your bestie right there okay <sighs> but yeah um Let's see. Wow, I've been recording for almost 30 minutes now. That's kind of crazy, actually. Um, I'm probably just going to talk about, like, one more thing. Um, which is, I, I guess, cooking. That's one other thing that I've really been into um, recently. Um, not necessarily, like, doing a whole lot of. Definitely more than I ever have in my life that's for sure but i'm still not like at a point where i'm cooking like multiple meals for myself a day or anything like oh that's that's just like not even about my skill at that point that's just like a whole mental health achievement that i have not gotten to yet right um but i still have been enjoying cooking a lot recently um especially thanks to tiktok honestly like shout out to food tiktok it's really saving my life honestly um i have always kind of enjoyed cooking you know um like since i was a kid i do remember liking to cook but I think maybe, like, my mom's obsession with healthy cooking or whatever is what interfered with my love of cooking because I, when I cook, like, I'm all about flavor 
in my food, you know, like I'm not afraid of ingredients <laughs> to put it that way, you know, like I don't believe that like having too much of whatever is gonna like kill me or like cause me like long-term illness or whatever in the way that a lot of our parents were raised thinking and all of us because we live in a fat phobic society that's really what it comes down to um you know like i've unlearned i've been lucky enough to unlearn a lot of that and so now but also like for me besides even like the politics of all that honestly like growing up like for me food was always very much about the taste like if i don't like the way that something tastes i am genuinely unable to eat it like my stomach literally turns into a rock and i can't really eat that much of something if i just don't like how it tastes like mind you like i don't even i'm not even talking about like blandness like i can eat like a bland meal like fine you know like i probably won't have a whole lot of it but like i could eat a bland meal um but like if i really don't like how something tastes i cannot eat it um and but if i really like how something tastes like if i love how something tastes like oh my god like i will eat beyond what feels like full to my stomach you know like i'll push it a little bit and i think that's like that's fine but i actually don't come across that very often especially not in meals that i cook myself because at one point in my life like my cooking habit like was interrupted slash just completely stopped because like my mom really got obsessed with like just eating healthy and like eating healthy foods you know and it's like not putting too much fat or not putting too much this or that or whatever in your meal or in, or in your cooking because it's unhealthy um and like to me like at least when i recreated like when she cooked it it was fine on i don't know what it is that my mom does differently than me but like there's just certain things when i would try to do it like it just didn't it wasn't tasty you know so it was just like why am i trying to make myself these meals that aren't tasty to me um just yeah i don't know basically i honestly i, I actually really don't know what it is that fucked up my relationship with cooking specifically maybe it was also just depression but also just yeah like my mom not my mom also never taught me how to cook like any of the dishes that she raised us making like she never raised us or she never like you know was like here like let me show you how to make this thing so i also just never learned how to cook either kind of like i've always pretty anything anything i've ever cooked i've kind of had to learn by myself and i don't know like i don't i definitely don't like i am good at following instructions i'm good at following cooking instructions but i'm not 
good at cooking in the sense of just having that, you know, that sazon. I don't know what the word is in English, but like, I just don't know how to throw shit together randomly, you know, and like know all the right things to flavor it with, like without a without a recipe to follow you know like i i don't have that cooking ability like i if you give me an exact recipe with all the exact like i can do it and i can remake it and that dish will be delicious but i'm not i don't have the talent of just putting shit together myself you know like some people do um and that's also why i've always struggled with cooking too i think you know because like i just don't have that but going back to tiktok tiktok now just provides me with these recipes you know and it's cool because like they're usually like pretty simple recipes um i get a quick little like sneak preview on how to make it and put it all together and and then i can just like remake it myself you know just going off of what like both what i'm physically seeing and the directions that they then put for me afterwards too at least i'm talking about one specific tiktok page um i believe it's cooking recipes 25 okay at at cooking recipe cooking recipes 25 on tiktok go follow her page all her recipes are always super fucking delicious um and honestly it reminds me a lot of like what i grew up eating um that like my my mom and my tias would make especially my one tia and i mean i will never be on her cooking level or anything at least not at my age (laughs) i think that's a touch that just comes with age and experience you know um but it's really nice to be able to make meals for myself that like i don't know for me like i i literally feel it nourishing my soul and honestly like i don't know how this is gonna sound but that's often the relationship that i've felt with food like is this nourishing my soul i don't care like i'm not particularly listening to what it's doing to my body like how does it make me feel like emotionally when i eat this and i think that's why i love candy so much honestly because like when i eat candy like my soul literally feels good and that's a whole different conversation um but yeah i think i'm gonna end my rambling here because i feel like i've talked about like the most random stuff and i've been going at this for um i think like almost 40 minutes now um i hope this was interesting to listen to if it wasn't apologies (laughs) um we'll see if i make this again i mean i i kind of enjoyed it honestly it's kind of cool like just thinking out loud you know i actually didn't think i'd be able to talk that continuously for this long i thought there would be more pauses in between my thoughts but looks like i did pretty well today so um yeah friends let me know what you thought let me know what else you'd like to hear me talk about if you have any suggestions for making my podcast a success you know 
Um, but really, I don't know. I'm just here to, you know, talk some shit, have a few laughs, and just, yeah. All right. Bye.